Hello and welcome uh, back to Tuesday Night Gaming, guest starring Zach and featuring Rob, woo! Matt, Lana, Jay, oh, hello. and ZJ. <clears throat> featuring Rob, you made it to the big time. Wow. wow. Not a, guest not a star. <laughs> not just a guest star, feature. And Rob, <laughs> and Rob as Rob. I've been promoted <laughs> yeah. since Zach's leaving, but I sense my promotion is temporary. <laughs> oh, highly temporary. There can be only one. Oh, uh, don't worry about Jark. It's fine. Okay. So Rob, today, we're talking, today we're talking The Book of Boba Fett episode two. In which Disney definitely jumps the shark. Disney jumps the shark? Disney jumped the Star Wars shark. It was here. It wasn't the Rise of Skywalker. Wait. Drive, 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 drive. Oh, God. I died. <laughs> I mean, do you want me to oh, jump no. ahead? Uh, no. Hold that thought. I thought it was a much better episode than last time. I also I liked it more than last time. I being really it. chill about the the hallucinogenic brain lizard. Yeah. It reminded me Perfectly of one of the it. original Boba Fett short stories. Yeah. It, it was definitely the... reminded me of the original Boba's uh, series of stories. I will acknowledge I will acknowledge that that one particular part was kind of disturbing. <laughs> I just appreciated that it came in the form of a lizard. A lizard was pretty cute. He was like, oh, a lizard, thanks! <laughs> he was like, I, I yeah, he's like, cool, sweet, a lizard. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have any idea what it would be? Like, what no. the point of the lizard was? Mm -mm. No, and I still don't. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was just going to lead it to lead him to be able to lead it to water. Like he'd just be able to put it down, and it'll just be like, "Hey, yeah, go this way for water." And uh, it <laughs> didn't. <laughs> I thought it was going to be revealed that the in. lizard was guiding him in the future. Uh... But that didn't happen either. It turns out no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a hallucinogenic lizard. All right. Sorry to jump the jump the. The well, no. it's a lot. It's a lot of spawn, so yeah. I wanted to get the... right into it. It was gross. <laughs> it was the most memorable part, certainly. Fantastic, Jay. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jay. It, he it like, either... doesn't even make any sense that that would even happen, and that it would still be alive after. <laughs> Why not? It's a, it's a place with laser swords. <laughs> <laughs> it's a symbiotic uh, yeah. lizard. I don't think that there's anything particularly inhospitable about my nasal passages. I mean, COVID uh, lives there. Besides the fact that they're really tiny and they not really have there. air. It was a small lizard. Well, the whole point is that they do have air. Oh. If they didn't, I would be dead. But he's also like, I swallowed it. So, like, is it in his nose? <laughs> I I think it's in his. Yeah, I don't think it's in his brain. I think it's it like okay. just. Yeah, house with the chemical like it just probably sits somewhere and gives him chemicals. Gets yeah, high. he he said I thought that I swallowed it, but yeah. then the guy said it it wraps around your brain and helps. Well, you. he doesn't say it they wraps know. around He's a Tuscan Raider. What does he know? <laughs> Actually, what, he, what he really said was. <laughs> first of all, don't be racist towards Tuscan Raiders. They've had it hard enough. First of all, they don't do science clearly. Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> no. You're bringing up a larger point, though, which is this episode, including especially the lizard, but in a variety of other ways, was like a very long, extended Native American metaphor. Oh, yeah. Dan well, dances just indig indigenous dances people in general. Yeah, yeah, Dances with Wolves is what I was thinking. Or also, um, what's the other one that I wrote down? Pocahontas? The Last Samurai? Yeah. I don't there know. have been Avatar? people who yeah. have there you go. compared it to... <laughs> The last seven. Mm. That's been a thing. Yeah, I could see. I could definitely see that. I, could I mean, it's doing its like Western motif thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. going for the flag. Um, yeah, yeah, but in a lot of tropes, like the uh, the dance at the end was especially uh, mm -hmm. special. Yeah, yeah, Ill illustrative of that. I would say, yeah, of what? Oh, of the of the whole dances with wolves idea of the, yeah. the Native American tropes. The the white guy coming in to help he's the not white. The, he <laughs> is essentially white. He, no, he's no. Mo one. First of all, he's Maori. 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 
Within the context of the setting, he's taking on the role that in this trope is usually held by the white man. Yeah. True. Yeah, he's, I, he's I, I'll that. I will yeah. give you that. But he is absolutely a person of color and indigenous. <laughs> he is an indigenous <laughs> person who understands the plights of indigenous people. Where, <laughs> I mean, does he fall, where does he fall on the diversity scale? Where does Maori fall? He's diverse. I mean, they are an uh, indigenous culture that was like colonized. Had ish that had problems. Oh yeah. I mean, I think he qualifies quite well. It is true that he is not indigenous to Tatooine. That's right. And he, you know, they have the train, and the the Tusken Raiders can't handle the train. They need him to to save to save them for them. Well, we don't, so it, it's not that they can't, they just never thought to. They can't. They never thought to. It was they never killing, thought though. to fight the train. They they're Bantha. very aggressive. Yeah, they're they, not the yeah. aggressive tribe. No, Tuscan Raiders and Star Wars are historically aggressive. Well, that's what they were part of what they were addressing, well, where they said yeah. that the different tribes behave differently and some of them are yeah, killers. Hmm. So they're yeah, implying they... that this, this is the one that enslaves people, they don't kill them. Oh, okay. That's better. <laughs> yeah. That was you're sarcasm the, for future cancellations. Hold on, get on. <laughs> oh. So, so shall we get into the episode? Oh, wait. You want to Hold on. Oh, hey, get out of here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, God damn it. we can go through it. So, sequence by sequence. If, if I recall, really all the way back at the beginning of the episode, we don't even start in a flashback. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> there is points well, in this that is not a flashback. That's true. No, we. I, I took notes. Oh, by the way, I before we get into it, this is a much better episode, and I will tell you why. It's part of. I have a very simple mathematical equation for determining whether a book of Boba Fett episode is good. Fights that Boba wins versus fights that Boba loses. <laughs> that is a good one, but it's even more simple than that. How much time does he spend with the helmet on versus mm-hmm. the helmet off? Yeah, one, I like this it. One, this one, he spent a lot more time with the helmet on, and it was way better because he was well. Well, not not including the flashback. In the flashback, he never wears it. And the flashback is like 75% of the episode. That's true, Zach. In the flashback, in one of the scenes when he's hallucinating, he's wearing it. Yeah, that was crazy. You're actually incorrect. (laughs) That's like, that was a very small part of that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the beginning, they're interrogating the prisoner from last time, and the prisoner says, Ichuta. Yeah, uh, classic insult. Um, but I doesn't I, even say how rude. I had a point <laughs> even before that, though. Yeah, I know. I uh, she's walking with him up to the uh, to the palace, and I thought, man, that's a long walk. She should really use a land speeder. That's your thought. Yeah, would you guys agree about that? Uh, I don't know. I no. The point is I mean, the walk. Luke walks. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> the, um. I thought to myself, he's she's definitely going to walk up to the door, and the guy's going to say, "Looks like nobody's home," but that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> For once, they restrained themselves. They had some restraint. <laughs> uh, I also liked when Ming Na Wen said, "These Spirit of the Wind guys, or whatever, are totally overrated. You're mostly paying for the name." Yeah, I like oh, that. Yeah, that. Oh my god, that was name. amazing. That was like <laughs> right in my business school mentality. Professional shade. <laughs> it, it was a it was a very funny line. And so I guess they were not Crimson Dawn, uh, which was a good. No, they were. Scary. No, no, no they were hired by the Huts. They were hired by the Huts, but they're of the Huts Wind. Huts aren't Crimson Dawn. The though. assassins of the. Wait, oh, uh, Crimson Dawn. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I yeah. thought we were talking about whatever they actually were. Because they were like, oh, they can't work for whatever because those are the Huts people. Crimson Dawn is w- Amelia Clark. No, I yes. never mind. I forgot yeah. we talked about that last time. Darth Maul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and they threatened to send him to the Rancor. And he's, and he's so scared that he, that he cracks and tells them mm-hmm. that the mayor sent him. But then it turns out that the mayor didn't actually send him. It was kind what, of stupid. What, well, he's that scared of the Rancor? It's like big and slow, and Luke killed him with a bone. Like, Dantooine. They're on Dantooine, he says. Yeah. <laughs> Luke's a Jedi master. Or... Contrary to what Viv Fortuna said, he is a Jedi. <laughs> that's why that's why Viv Fortuna got killed. Also, I like the part where the door opens and then Fennec Shan says, It's empty. <laughs> like, yeah, we yeah. can see it's empty. <laughs> yeah, and it's just a little rat. <laughs> don't 
overestimate the audience, Zach. Yeah, well, it, it's, it's, it's nice to be Disney. reminded. It's nice to be reminded every now and then that Star Wars is in fact a show for children. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, Jeez. I get it. I mean, Rancors are notorious beasts that rip people in part. Mm. I mean, you don't want getting your head chopped off. That's quick and relatively painless compared to getting slowly ripped apart by a giant Rancor. Yeah, I was fine with him being scared of the Rancor. Yeah. Okay, I, I have a question though. So they didn't get another Rancor after Luke killed it, presumably because Jabba also died and didn't get another one. But like, in the Bad Batch, they got a baby Rancor, right? That yes. one was destined for Jabba's palace? It was, it was, it was for Fortuna, but it didn't right. say necessarily that was going to be delivered to the pits. Oh, really? That's your interpretation, Jay? I always thought it was the same Rancor. I assumed it was, because how many Rancors did we see in this show? <laughs> True. <laughs> the timeline works out, too. The yeah. timeline does, but I don't necessarily think it... I mean, reality-wise, it probably should have been, but I don't necessarily see it as that one. We need to go to Dothamir and get a new one. <laughs> I mean, it's not the same name. The, ble- oh, the, wait, the Rancor has a name? Yeah. It does? Wait, the Rancor <laughs> has a name. The random girl at the bar later has a name. But you know who doesn't have a name? The comms, the comms officer, officer from the Mandalorian. <laughs> That's right. Like the pine trees lining the winding road. <laughs> She's probably got an entire book about her by now. She'd better. Uh, I still need to get you that signature. <laughs> She's like the man with no name. The Clint Eastwood character. I don't know how to, I don't know how to write her a letter. Saying that I'm a big fan of her without sounding insincere. <laughs> Maybe you can write one for me. Dude, you do it all the time. No, I'm, I'm sincere, though. <laughs> all right, let's move on. So they go into town. These people who look like Silurians or Doctor Who give them a stare down. Oh, and something very interesting happened in this part, in this walk. What's that? Boba Fett got his blaster rifle back. Well, I mean, yeah, he has it. Why didn't he have it in the previous episode? He left it at home. You yeah. gave a whole explanation about why he didn't ha- didn't have it in the previous episode. You said he lost it. Well, I mean, it was it. It could have been lost in the desert. It could have been taken by the rancor. I mean, he could have built a new one. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he misplaced it and then found it between the episodes. Yeah. Yeah, we don't necessarily know the time period. Mm. Yep. Okay. Or, may- uh, or maybe it was just being cleaned and he just couldn't take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's being fixed. Yeah. By the way, uh, Patisa is uh, Jabba's rancor, and Muchi is uh, the young rancor. Baby rancor. Is the bad, bad batch one? Yeah. Yep. Well, are I... you actually playing? Is that how you really look that up? Uh, nobody's playing. Yeah, we're loading a game or something. Oh, okay. My right. loading right. screen is really sticking it to me. It says other players loading. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> It's those other players' fault. So and he, so they talk. Does he talk to those people? Oh no, they go. The in, they go in, yeah, no. So they go into the mayor's office, and he keeps his helmet on. And every time he talks, he sounds way cooler in the helmet. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> he sounds really cool in the helmet. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, we get a. So we get a call back to the litter. The. The assistant is like, I didn't hear your litter. And then there was a pause, like a cricket, 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 cricket moment. Uh-huh. Where Boba Fett just looks at the camera. <laughs> he gyms the camera, <laughs> but you can't tell because you're in a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> and then they meet the hammerhead mayor. Yeah, and it was Ithorian. cool. He's a hammerhead. Thorian, yeah. Thank you, are CJ. We, are we on a four-player team? Like, what's going on? Some of us are. Well, we can't all be in one because there's an odd, odd number. So are we CJ, in big team battle though? Yeah, we are. CJ, are oh, you in the okay. game? I am. Yay! Yay! Give me guns. Give me fire. Give me what uh, I desire. Give me oh, love, 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 love. So the mayor denies sending the assassins, but then pays Boba Fett a reward for capturing the guy, and he says, "I'm not a bounty hunter." I was waiting for him, for him to say, I'm not buying it right. anymore. I mean, what does time mean? <laughs> well, they, mm. but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of absurd for him to say, I'm not a bounty hunter when he's a famous bounty hunter. 
But he's yeah, no longer. He's, he's now. I, under- yeah. I, I understand. I know he's made a life. Know. I understand he's made a life change. Well, that's why he's um he's he's giving people the update. He's like, oh, are, I get we, it. are we are we stealing the flag? Yeah, you're stealing the flag. Oh, hold on. They're they're <laughs> jumping onto you. I, I can't get back. No, on 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 ah! <laughs> I keep seeing places where new guns should be, and they're not there. Yeah, uh, people have taken them already. I, I never said I wanted to get the flag. <laughs> I didn't sign up for this. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's good for people to know that the old Boba is gone and there's a new Boba in town. <laughs> so why did the, why did this, this guy say that the mayor sent him? Why did the assassin say that when it wasn't true? Well, he uh, was being uh, threatened. He had to say something or they would kill yeah. him. Because yeah, he's, he's more that, scared no. of the huts than the mayor or Boba. Yeah. Okay. Oh, great. That makes sense. Hux Which, by make the way, the huts are, hell. like, not at all scary. Are, are there, is their skin, like, immune to blaster fire? Like, why oh, are you skipping ahead? Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not that sorry, though. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. We can move on to them. No, they're, they're, they're a little durable, but if you go after one hut, you have a whole clan of huts that come after you. Mm. Yeah, they're powerful. Mutually assured destruction. I seem to remember there's a comic they where also go after. Head. Yeah, they don't just go after you. Mm-hmm. They're after the women and the children. Yeah, yeah. they're like the mafia. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. all like maiden men or maid hunts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I still remember there's a comic where a hut gets hit by blaster fire, and it's like hurt. a it's like a second degree burn, but it's not fatal. I so. don't know if those are canon anymore. Probably not. I also thought that the hut twins looked like special edition era effects. I don't know if that was on purpose. <laughs> Or because it's a TV show? I hope it's on purpose. That would be funny. <clears throat> uh, they also have a Wookiee Enforcer. So Garrick in chat says, oh if I was fa- Garrick in chat says, if I was famous for a job and switched jobs, it would be confusing <laughs> for me to pretend that I didn't have that job. Yes, thank you, Garrett. <laughs> Who, oh, Garrick, this is Garrick, a Twitch chat? <laughs> well, Garrick ought to know. He used to be part of the Obsidian Order, and then he tried to be a simple tailor. Right, and then so people come, if people come up to him and say, "Aren't you Garrett from the Obsidian Order?" He would he can't be like, "I'm not a spy." It's like, yeah, you used to be a spy. Oh, just yeah. own it. Well, at the same time, if someone from <laughs> well, does, he owns it. He says, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" If, <laughs> like someone, if someone came up to him and was like, "You're an event manager," I'd be like, "No, I'm not. Not anymore. Just not at all." <laughs> but they would understand why you said. But it makes sense why they would think that because you used to be one. Yeah, but that's why he tells them he's not. Right, <laughs> I'd be like, like, no, I'm not. If someone was like, hey, Zach, you work in research, don't you? And I'm like, no, I don't do that anymore. Like, that's not anymore. me, like, failing so to own anymore. it. But you would yeah, say that... anymore. Uh, yeah, no, I, not necessarily. You should definitely continue to talk about this. Garrett <laughs> says, I would say I'm not a spy, and then quietly eliminate them. <laughs> well played. So the mayor's wait. I think this may be officially the dumbest argument we've ever had. <laughs> I don't think it is. There's definitely the dumbest. So the mayor, the mayor says, "I didn't send the assassins, but if you want to know who did, you should go to the Mas Espa Cantina, like an RPG. You should go talk to the bartender." <laughs> oh my God. That's what I said to Andrew. I was like, "He's gonna get the quest, and he's gonna go to the bar, and he's gonna use a persuade check, and then he's gonna get the information." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's exactly because that's exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. Those twilights look good. Oh, oh my yeah. god, they're hot to try. Sexy twilights, but but they don't even make it. They're barely at the cantina before who should show up? The huts. But, oh, the huts. huts. Two yeah. huts. The twins. Prince Ali and their mm. Wookiee enforcer, who was awesome. <laughs> yeah, the he Wookiee was awesome. the best character. Yeah, yeah Wookiee was awesome. He didn't even have to say <laughs> a word. Yeah. Or, look, yeah. He didn't even have to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he does a little. He growls a little. Hmm. I look forward to him joining the team. So (laughs) no way, he's way better a villain. No, no way, dude. Disney is not gonna let a Wookiee be a bad guy. On on Wookiee, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get on. What? He he already is in canon. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Why stop shooting at me? <laughs> he's in it's, canon already, coming, and he is uh he's kind of a vicious dude. Is he low is he Lobaka? Wait, who is this? Wait, he's in <laughs> canon already? Yeah, he's in the comics. <laughs> what? Yeah. 
I knew he's like, part of the. He's in Doctor Afro. So he's what in, I'm hearing, he, Jay, is oh, you're yeah. saying he can't die. <laughs> well, he's he. Gonna... Uh, yeah. Hmm. Also, what I'm Kevin hearing Boba is that. Have... Sorry, guys. Like, I got the splatter history. though. It's completely worth it. Oh, uh, you're saying that a bad guy can't be redeemed, like Boba Fett. <laughs> well, redeemed. his partner was redeemed, and he decided he didn't want to be redeemed. <laughs> Wait, so the only black Wookiee is bad. Okay. <laughs> oh. And Scar. Man, this show. Uh, so, guys, I have a question. Why exactly does Boba want to be a daimyo? And I love that they call him that. But why does he uh, want to be one? Well, I have no idea. I think we're learning that from the flashbacks. I, I agree. I, yeah. I said yeah. that last time, and I feel even stronger that we're going to find out in those flashbacks why this is how he wants to. Mm-hmm. My assumption is going to be that he wants to protect those less fortunate and this is the way he can do it by taking power oh he's going full good guy yeah well just more honorable and more (laughs) respectful of the people that are have been protected and protecting him and got screwed over (laughs) in life (laughs) i say that's what i think it's a pretty big character change because i mean like even in like that (laughs) Yeah, Jared says of like Mandalorian, like he like just kills uh Bib Fortuna like willy nilly without any words, basically. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think I brought that up last time as good. seeming out of character with everything we've seen from him so far, and I still feel like that will be. But yeah, uh, we just we discussed it at length at the last that, episode, Rob. Thanks for listening. That was that, <laughs> yeah, I do. that was the last episode, or that was a different <laughs> show. Like he's probably written differently there. Yeah, okay. so the Mandalorian has a little bit more of an edge to it. I think Boba, this Boba Fett show is more of like he's a he's he's a straight up good guy in the show. I think I said that. Derek says he's doing his lawful good playthrough. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then again, again, the flashbacks might be how he turns himself around and makes him into a better man. But we'll see. Yeah. So one last thing before the flashback, he says they're huts. We need permission to kill them. From who? From the other huts. Presumably, I only asked who, and I thought it was the other huts, but I didn't know. Yeah, Yeah, I think it was a little bit of subtlety. That was a nice change. (laughs) Uh, And he he successfully talks them down in the helmet. (laughs) The helmet's the key to his power. It's the key, yeah. (laughs) Otherwise, he's just like a middle-aged, kind of overweight, bald, old guy. Who can fight. His uh, armor looked a little roughed up here, in a good way. Uh-huh. I I was looking for it, and yeah, it, it had a dent on it. It had scratches. It did look way. Uh, I yeah. think that dent is permanent, but the scratches the are new. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we get into the flashback. Oh, no. he, <laughs> he practices learning to fight with a gaffy stick, which apparently have become very important. But more on that later. Yeah, he's training with the tribe. Mm-hmm. And then they get attacked by a, a train, like a hover Choo-choo. train, and a band that gets shot and just collapsed, and it made me so sad. But then it was like back later. They, they, they don't just have one. Oh, you're so racist towards you're racist. <laughs> You can't tell okay. Bantha's apart, God. It really confused us because you know it got shot and it was sad, and then they just had another one get shot, and I was like, why wouldn't you protect your Banthas better? Oh, oh, it's a commentary. Banthas are disposable. No, it's, it's a little a tragedy. No, it's a little bit badly written because presumably the train goes through the same area every day, but they still act like they were caught completely unaware, and a bunch of them get killed. And it it, it wasn't that plausible. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah thanks, I thought Matt. it was a little odd as well. Um, You're welcome a lot. I, I was like, wouldn't the obvious thing here be just to like, you know, give up their own land and let people just take over oh, no, well, like, on them? Hide behind the ledge. I mean, they they're tried. very clearly they're very clearly nomadic. Well, they did they did a little bit, but it, it didn't help because the people on the train were like snipers. Yeah, they were like <laughs> yeah, the best shots it. in Star Wars. I know, right? There, well, there are no snar- <laughs> There are no stormtroopers. That's for darn sure. <laughs> well, they, yeah, were they don't care people. about killing people, unlike stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah, they were hitting people who were like poking their heads up over at an edge, like a mile away from the train. It was absurd. Yeah. It was impressive. Impressive shooting. Yeah. But so, so Boba's bad, and he says, I'm going to stop that train. And then we have a bar scene where these aliens are menacing some humans before Boba Fett goes in and beats them all up. 
And what humans are weird. they? And what humans are Han, they? They're Han and Leia. No, they're not. But they are look they, like uh, them. They're better. They're, they're better. And what's her name? Yeah, and Cammy. And, and Cammy. Cammy. Cammy are, from, are they actually? Well, they're so, I think I yes. they're pretty clearly supposed to be. They're obviously recast. Well, the girl is definitely Cammy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that's what the subtitle said. But who are they? They're, Luke they're Luke's friends. best friends. They're Luke's friends. Well, Biggs is probably his best friend, but they're Luke's friends. No, they're, from, they're, yeah. they're no, they were Luke's best friends. Well, was, okay. Don't get that started on Biggs, okay? Remember the yeah. Tashi station where he wanted <laughs> yeah. to go to get power converters? Well, he was they supposed ran to go get drunk with them. Yeah, yeah, they were you, supposed to yeah. go to Tashi station and get drunk. You mean Wormy? Yeah, they call us Wormy. And the presumption is that is Tashi station. So in what? Yeah, sure. That dinky could, thing is Tashi Station. Yep. Why would anyone want to go there? Well, it's a bar. Well, it's a I bar hear that back Tashi in the day. Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, happening spot. No, but in uh, in the, the original trilogy, there's a deleted scene where Luke is hanging out with Biggs and these two people, and they're watching the the firefight in orbit uh, with the ten to four. And Luke's, you know, I, I haven't actually seen it, so they just talk about you know what you know life, the universe, and everything, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's so, a deep cut. It's yeah. great. I loved it. It's also in the novelization of Star Wars that we borrowed from ZJ when we were kids. And never gave it back. They're around. Um, <laughs> but, but, but this scene confused me because I was, I thought, is it a bar on the train? Like a mobile bar? I can no, understand no, how no, you would. They I were can, at Tashi Station or whatever. I can understand why you would think that because he's like, I'm going to go stop the train. And then he goes there. Right. It's a 12 to step a... plan to stopping the train. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah, first he say, has like... to go get some weapons, then we can stop the train. No, wait, hold on. Yeah. I was asking Jay. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you don't see him walking to this. Like, he's not walking to a train. <laughs> Clearly, he's not walking to a train. Like, well, the train it... could be parked or something, it could be not moving. But it's a building. Well, it turned yeah, out later. All the details, clear. details. <laughs> details, details. Uh, okay, also during the fight in the bar, he there's a junk shot where Boba Fett hits someone in the junk. I guess oh, that's yeah. not part of his code. I was like, code. how do we know that uh, they have the same anatomy as humans? <clears throat> yeah, they could be like in... Uh, what's what's that movie where he kicks them in the knee? Yeah, uh, that's 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 the Galaxy. Yes. No. What? No, no, Star Trek 6 is correct. And Guardians um, of the Galaxy, right? No? Huh? I thought, I like, Chris that. Pratt kicks some of the nuts and then it doesn't work. I don't know, whatever. Well, it could oh, be the Star Trek... It could be the Star Trek theory where all these vaguely humanoid species all originated in the same place. Or, I mean, it's just... Roughly the same anatomy. But it could also just be the fact that uh, it's convenient to hit. It gives you perfect leverage to flip them. But it might not, like, hurt. It might not hurt as much, but it, I mean, it would still hurt, and you could then flip someone. It gives you good leverage. I guess. Yeah, the guy definitely reacted like it hurt. Okay. So it, was great, Boba, it was a great fight scene, though. It, it was really well choreographed. And yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. And Boba Fett, it's like, finally, Boba Fett's kicking butt, unlike last episode where he got his butt kicked. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he steals a bunch of speeder bikes. They look exactly like the Imperial ones from Return of the Jedi. And the Tuscarators try to loot it for parts, but instead he teaches them how to fight on them, including jumping from one speeder bike to another. I did like how they started immediately started raiding it for parts. I like yeah. That. Oh, okay. So when he's at the bar and he beats everyone up, and then he, it looks like he just leaves. I was like, no, loot them for like guns and stuff. He doesn't and need more guns. He does loot them, but then I was like, these Tuscan raiders know how to loot. they know how to get the good stuff I also liked in the scene with the lessons when they were traveling at low speed in the the speeder bike and one Tuscarier would jump and just go thud on the ground and not move and they would just look at him as he faded off into the distance Yeah, I thought that That was was funny what do you think about him uh, explaining uh, how to ride the speeder it was great and it was great humor it's like a banta. I did think it was a little bit. I did think it was a little bit weird that he didn't demonstrate 
actually moving it forward and stopping it before you just like get on. Good luck. All right. Presumably <laughs> he does. I mean, he does have to get it there. So presumably they watched him ride it there. I really enjoyed his. He really seemed to get into that, and uh, that was fun to watch. Yeah, he was thoroughly <laughs> happy. It was definitely like his. I found my passion, my life goal. My this is my new career. I'm going to be an educator. With some good humor, definitely also, needed. It it seemed interesting to me that they were like, "All right, we stopped the thing," and they get what, like some water, and a whole now... train car of water. Yeah, true. But the, weapons. They, they lost a lot of good Tuscan Raiders back there. It mm. just didn't seem clear to me that the but, trade-off was worth it for the small. To be fair. There. They would have probably have lost those that same amount of Tuscan Raiders mm. had they not gone after the train. I mean, they were That's getting true. picked off pretty well. Yeah, yeah I did. Wasn't... Oh, I was like, I agree. Boba was like, some of you may die, but that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. No, I think I think the point was they didn't they didn't raid the train just to get the stuff. It was to stop it from running through their territory. Yeah. And anything they could get is just a bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I also have the observation here. Wow, this flashback's going kind of long. Not long enough. Would be the whole rest of the episode, yeah. So Emily's um, comment at the end was, man, I find the flashbacks way more interesting than the rest of the show. <laughs> okay. It's ha- it is half the show, if not more, so. Yep. It's, uh, he's in that onesie the whole time. At least they finally got rid of that. Yeah, oh, thank God. God. But it's not until after, and we should probably talk about this, the lizard. Nah. So we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> Um, so before the battle, I have a, a note that it's there's chanting that goes humpanada, 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 <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> they get they get to fighting with the train. Another bantha gets killed. So sad. Uh, the Tusken Raiders are better at counter sniping. Now they can hit people through the tiny little windows on the train. Well, they did that the first time they came through. Did they? No, they didn't. They got I don't think so. Yeah. Is anyone getting voice sound? Yeah, yeah. Uncheck it. Uncheck. Yeah, you uh, have uncheck to... fire team and lobby chat. Yeah. Where? Uh, and uh, under settings, dude. Yeah. Well, Rob, you have cool armor. Yeah, it took a lot of work, and because this game's only so much fun. No. <laughs> I hated it. There's a, I only played it for twelve hours. You know, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Eighty hours. Eighty hours yeah, to get this. It. To get this uh, oh, yeah, skin. No. Uh, okay, so what did we think about the train job? I thought the stunts didn't great. quite look as good, even though it was CGI. I liked it. I um, thought it was good. I, I think I would have liked it more if it weren't so similar to the Bill Burr episode of The Mandalorian, where he's fighting raiders on the Bako. Or the train. Was, it, like, there's always a train. <laughs> there's always a girl. There's always a window. There's always a lighthouse. Yeah. I. Uh, I, I agree. I mean, it, it was the same, but not as good. But I still liked it. I liked the one badass Tusker Raider in black who was kicking butt. The uh, yeah, oh, the trainer. His, his his girlfriend. Yeah, was she yeah. female? I think so. Yes. I think they're yes. gonna bang. She is female. She is actually uh, the stunt double for Brie Larson and uh, Captain Marvel and. I think Gal in Wonder Woman. Nice. Wow. Cool. Uh, Alana, nobody has sex in Star Wars, so that theory what? is already out the window. Apparently, really Palpatine did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, yeah as always, I'm not talking about sequels or prequels. So obviously, <laughs> Hayden has a lot of sex in, in, the, in the prequels. Well, and Darth Vader. Those movies are horny. Yeah. yeah. No, Hayden. it's implied. That's, that's for reproductive purposes only. Mm. Oh, okay. They're like Catholics or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Purely. Uh, yeah. yeah. I actually yeah, did pick up that she was a female Tuscan Raider. I was wondering if you no, guys I did. I don't as know. Well. Yeah. How did you guys pick up on that? I didn't. Uh, body type. Get yeah. out of here, Alana. You're a liar. I'm not a liar. How dare you? I wiggle on a walk yeah. and a giggle on a talk. They all wear like loose robes. You can't tell anything. Well, I clearly we tell. can. <laughs> No. Some of us can. Well, it's good no. to know because Emily was getting upset that they all seem to be men, so I'll tell her. Men okay, and children. Good. So you could dial back her feminist rage. Is um wow. is that was that so this character that we're talking about who's um played by the stunt double 
which character were they? Because I'm having trouble telling the different Tuscan. She's the trainer. Tuscan is all in black and trains him to use the Gathy stick. Uh-huh. I'll follow Lana. Let's go. Okay, so after the train is stopped, Boba says, I may or may not kill you. It depends on whether or not you're carrying spice. Yeah, no, no, not just spice. Spice that was picked by slaves or something, yep. which I was and like, oh, spice mines. you're against slaves now? Your ship is named Slave One? <laughs> no, not anymore. I'm on its name Friendship and Rainbows, as you said. <laughs> Friendship or, and Magic like, Maybe this would be why he names it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we just playing deathmatch? Yeah. No, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I keep looking for the flag and I don't see it. Then I am not an asset to my team. But the spice must flow. I know. Yeah, he's like oh. no. Dr-. He's like now he doesn't. We don't torture. We don't allow drug trafficking. Like what the hell? <laughs> what do we allow? Yeah, like what? Yeah. Yeah. Got him. Oh, Mongoose, nailed it. Mongoose splatter. You saw so- it. Yeah, I thought he forced he forced the survivors to There's walk one. through the desert, and then they shoot water out of the water car in a scene very reminiscent of Mad Max Fury Road. And then, yeah, now we have the lizard part, the long-awaited lizard gift and drug sequence. Well, sorry, one more thing before that. I uh, the part where Boba Fett negotiates with the leader, who's a cool alien. Uh, he kind of speaks for the Tuscan Raiders, so you can already kind of see him moving towards his role as leader of men. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, it was kind of funny that the guy was negotiating too. It's like you don't really seem like you're in a position to negotiate there, buddy. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. All right, um, all right Zach, go ahead. So this is the lizard part. Wait, yeah, hold lizard... on. Wait, mm-hmm. before that, sorry. So Boba Fett tells the guy in the syndicate that the Dune Sea is in the ancestral home of the Tuscan Raiders, which is like goes along with what you were saying earlier about native tropes. Um yep. and that I just thought it was funny when he said it was, you know, protected by the Tuscans. I'm like, this is a tiny tribe, and you just killed half of it. How are you planning to hold this? Oh, you don't know how tiny they are. There could be a lot more. I mean, they walk single file to hide their numbers. That's true. But and also, they there's seem more small. <laughs> well, yeah. So I'm like, are we going to see Boba unite the tribes? But I, I, so I thought about this as well. Um, I think part of that raid. It, did have some other tribes because it looked like the kid was signaling not just their tribe. I mean, they were so spread out that potentially the kid could have been communicating with another tribe. So maybe oh. like two tribes were part of that. I or hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't unite the tribes because then it is going to be like full white savior trope. Yeah, and, and that's going to be like the entire plot of the show. That would be kind of cool though. <laughs> Ah. I mean, the, a bunch of Tuscan Raiders uniting to fight back against everybody else. Sounds cool. As long as we finally see what a Tusker Raider looks like. No. No. no I, I mean, we don't see them when they get burned, buried, so that's going to be a thing, huh? Yeah, we're going to see them know. when we know what a Corian looks like. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I have no interest. Hey, hey guys, anybody want to warthog it? I love warthogs. Me too. <laughs> Come back. All right, so he gets the lizard. The lizard goes up hey, his nose. Hey, get out of there, Johnny. No, I'm just kidding. You can go. Johnny. Oh, oh, oh. Just kidding. Oh, God. Oh, God. You're too good at this game to ride in the warthog. This is for <laughs> refuge for people who aren't good. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's, put it, Rob's put in the 10,000 hours. Uh, okay, so he, he gets... He inhales the little lizard, and the lizard Ugh. gives him a, a drug and he, sequence. And he's, What's like, up? totally cool with it. I was like, so oh, sorry, but like I think I swallowed it. Like I was so startled when that lizard went up his nose. It was the most <laughs> disturbing thing I've seen on, in Star Wars in a long it's time. Probably not the weirdest <laughs> thing he's ever experienced. Yeah, yeah, he's That's been all around. True. He's seen stuff. He's been everywhere, man. He, he's done a lot of drugs. I mean, come on. Now this is feeling like Halo again. Yeah, <laughs> there were a lot of them back that way. Oh, there's one. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, ammo. The trick is to keep moving. Switch yes. to your pistol, Lana. Oh, yeah, I did. So in the drug sequence, he sees the tree, and he's like in the tree, and the tree's like the Sarlacc. Yeah. He also sees the slave one flying. Hmm? The sea is all, or the desert is Camino. Let's call it what it is, by the way. It's a spirit vision, spirit quest. Vision (gasps) vision quest. Like Chakotay. Yeah, it is like Chakotay. Akutsuwaya. (laughs) We are far from the the graves of our ancestors. So guys, was that part? I mean. Literally, literally a butch. 
You say butch? Glitch. Oh, no, glitch. Bush. No, like a burning bush, you know, the oh. whole Jesus thing. Oh, in the Bible? Oh! Yeah. oh. oh. Rob's watching this on another level. That's pretty highbrow for Star Wars. Sorry, yeah. guys. I mean, it's the dumbest show, but yeah, it's, it tries. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, guys, so the part... Wait, yeah, on, guys. The part where he's watching his dad's ship land, was that reused footage from the prequels, or was it new? Because I didn't recognize it. It was flying away. And yeah, it is from the prequels. Yeah, okay. I think that's probably in the prequels. Yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah. but yeah. But also maybe not. I have a question. Who <sighs> is the kid in the Clone Boba? Wars? The kid, the child who played Boba Fett? Daniel is, Logan? Yeah, where is he? How come he isn't playing Boba? He's doing cons. I don't but, know. But like, they brought back everybody else. Why are they bringing him back? Well, because well, we know what Boba's supposed to look like when he grows up. He's supposed to look like Tamara Morrison. Correct. <laughs> How old True. is Daniel Logan now? He's in his 30s. What? Does he look like Tamara Morrison? No. No. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess like, we have our answer. That's the curse of playing a young actor. Is <laughs> a younger version. You don't know what you're going to look like when you grow up? There's well, no when reason you, to When you grow up, you're not going to look like the character you're supposed to be playing the young version of. True. You know, Often I think the best thing that. for my team is to hang back and not get killed. <laughs> yeah, I feel that way as well. How about that attitude, Alana? But then I'll never <laughs> improve. Yeah, I'm not playing but... for my team this match. I'm playing for my team ten matches from now. Uh, so yeah, so he's in. He goes on the vision. He's in the armor. He goes into a tree. He gets grabbed by the tree. The tree kind of gropes him like the sarlacc. Switches mm-hmm. between the sarlacc and the tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he comes out of it with a branch. Yeah, it was very interesting. This is a very interesting he, idea. Where did he get that? It must be a tree. real tree. He must. Yeah. There must be a real tree somewhere in Tatooine. There, there obviously are Tatooine. real trees, considering they get they burn wood. We've never seen a tree in Tatooine. When have they burned wood? They're burning uh, wood when they're burning the bodies, and at the well, and at the care. Maybe the bodies wait, are just they, flammable. They burn the bodies. They, no, they right, literally right. have. They literally have a campfire at the end of the episode. In the land of the previous episode too. That's true. No, yeah. But they can yeah. you can burn things other than wood. Come on. Yes, but these are you? clearly logs. Like maybe black <laughs> what was it? Black melon shells are flammable. We have a name yeah, for that. Maybe that the isn't wood is waterfalls. Uh, kill me. Well, I think the point is that and what makes it that what makes the branch special is that I feel it's like wood is rare and hard to get. That's what makes it a big deal what? that he has it. Well, so maybe it, branches of this quality are. Yeah. yeah. I think it's wood. one is per- particularly about the quality of the branch, but not just that. If you notice the shape of it, it's actually already pre- almost pre-shaped into a gaffy stick. It sort okay. of resembles the length and width and such. It has sure. the length, it has the width, and it has the arch at the end, where you wouldn't make the end of the gaffy stick. So it's already like it's like perfectly suited to become a gaffy stick already. How convenient! I didn't have a problem with any of that. I thought it was uh, cool. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to talk about this whole vision question, everything was. Uh, I think it also ties in. I'm probably reading too much into it, but I think it kind of ties into the fact that um, it's his past and as Bob, as one being Django's child, uh, clone, uh, being left behind constantly, the water drown, and it's him drowning under the identity of who Boba Fett has been growing up. As, mm-hmm. growing, as a child, he was Django's kid. Well, he wasn't clone. even Django's kid. Yeah, he, he was, was Django. Django's clone. Yeah, You're and Django wanted him to be a mini Perfectly. him. Yeah, so he's or so he has all this identity or placed upon him, and he's just drowning under the influence and the namesake of who he is and what he is. He doesn't have his own identity basically throughout the whole entire time. He's just living up to what Django should be. So the fact that it's like on Camino where he's being left behind. But kind of screwed over at the same time in the waters. And then he's in, drowning in the Charlotte pit where he can't breathe with all the pressure building. Sounds like a good like Disney song. Maybe he shouldn't wear the same mask then. If he's... Yeah. Hmm. yeah he but, needs a different but, mask. Maybe. <laughs> and also, he completely repainted. He completely redid that armor. So it's him taking his old identity and replacing it with his new identity. Personal as Daniel, uh, but hmm. yeah, I probably read a little bit too much in it. But like all those scenes, scenes 
like definitely came to like for me it felt like it's him feeling the pressure feeling that he's drowning under his identity and this is him learning that he could be something else he he can be part of a tribe he's always been a loner now he has a family he has people he cares about wants to help and train and blah 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 blah. anyways continuing on yeah that seems like a perfectly good theory makes sense to me anyway so he goes and he makes the gaffy stick in a nice sequence Uh, yeah, nice, uh, it makes it seem like it happens in one day, but I was like, this seems like it would take a while. Yeah, I mean, whatever. A day or two, whatever. It doesn't matter. Wait, is this after he gets dressed? Uh, yes. No, I think no, it's no, it's But before, he's making huh? the gaffy stick? No, it's definitely after. That's, he makes the gaffy stick and then he... Yeah. And then he gets the outfit, yeah. 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 I, they, yeah. they adorn him. No, he... No. What? Hmm? He gets um, dressed and then he makes the gaffy he, stick. He, yeah, he gets notes? dressed and then he... Yeah, and then he does... Okay. So, oh, yeah, you're right. They put him goes, in, them. in fine robes, and I was like, isn't it hot on Tatooine? Why are they wearing black? That's also, the Saudis. <laughs> it looks heavy, but like they don't wear black, dude. They wear white, because that's what you're supposed to wear in the desert. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if they had more black sheep, they would wear more black. Um, but I know, looks- I agree. It's it's stupid. They should. They should. What? They should be wearing white robes. All their no, shoes, actually, like, no. It just seems heavy. But it's breathable. Uh, no, this is very porous. Uh, but no, actually, in those climates, you don't necessarily want to wear white. Bl- they say black, probably because you think black absorbs heat. That's what Bill Nye the Science Guy told us. Yeah, and that there's two suns in tattooing. Yes, but it also gives off, like, it also, ref- like, it cools faster. Because it gives off heat faster too. So, like when I was training for my desert marathons and stuff like that, they said, uh, "Yeah, you should probably wear black because it'll help cool you quicker." So it makes you sweat. No, because it doesn't just absorb, but it also allows you to expend that, like express that heat quicker too. How? What do you mean? How does it do that? I don't know, man. I'm just telling you. That's just, uh, that's what the Whoa. science people told me. It's science. You can't explain that. Don't tell me uh, that science stuff. Because it yeah. because it gives it off at just at the same rate as it absorbs. So it, it's easier for it to give off. White will reflect it. Yeah, but like once it's at a certain temperature, it can't really do much with that heat afterwards. So it just kind of sits there. How come he doesn't get a breathing mask like the rest of them? Because he's not full Tuscan, probably. Oh, yeah. they're so racist. Well, it might be because they're aliens and they need it for different reasons than just sand that's coarse and rough and gets everywhere. Oh, all right. That makes sense. Hmm. I'll buy it for a dollar. All, all right. right. And, and, then they, and then last but not least, to put the icing on this cake. They do a traditional dance. <laughs> and there's drums the going that aren't actually in the show. It, there's a lot of loud music and you can't tell where the music's coming from. <laughs> it's have, for uh, the viewers. Maybe they have like a Sono speaker or something. <laughs> it's probably no, I think it's just for the viewers. I mean they don't you don't need music to do a rhythmic dance. True. But it, but it helps. It help, well, it helps you. Help, yeah, it helps the help dance me. too. They're all dancing in time you know, and stuff. The hut had his to. own personal drummer, so you know, you think yeah. maybe the Tuscans would too. It wouldn't have hurt, I'm just saying. It would have added a little realism. But, but fat, I don't hear any music, female Tuscan Raider. I do. I just start dancing. Aww. <laughs> Is that a reference to some chick flick? That's right. Don't ask I me which one. I don't hear music. It's Ellie Greenwich. And then my last note is this episode was written by John Favreau, which explains why there were so many good jokes. There were jokes mm. in this episode. There were yeah, jokes. as discussed, the you're paying for the brand name joke. Oh, oh yeah, that was yeah. serious. And, and the, <laughs> the callback to the litter and the Tuscarawas falling off the speeder bikes. Yeah, that's some yeah, quality yeah, it stuff. Was, it was a good episode. Uh, or why not? Yeah, I All thought right. this episode was a big improvement over the last one. Yeah, no, so. dude, that lizard. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not cool. I like lizards. They need to give us a content warning. 
<laughs> Trigger warning. <laughs> you don't like things going up noses. Don't watch this episode. Oh, yeah. Which is, guys, which is worse? The lizard going up the nose or the leeches going into the ears and Star Trek The Wrath of Khan? Definitely Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, definitely Star Trek. It's just so much slower. It's yeah, it's so sl- it's excruciating to watch. It's so slow. Uh, yeah, and right, it's, Matt, like, pre- it's presented in a malicious way. Yeah. Uh, okay, Matt, ready for questions of the? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I, I, hold I was on. born so, no, ready. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The in the beginning when they're going and they find the huts and he tells he's like Finnick, watch my back. It's like isn't that her job? So yeah, really need to be said. I yes, I agree a lot. It is her job. Yeah, Garrick um, confirms my comment. Thing. Just so you know, uh, he says. Oh, sorry, CJ, go ahead. I think it's a narrative thing to raise tension. Cool mm-hmm. line. Yeah, mm-hmm. watch my six. So Garrick <laughs> also says confirms my thing. It's that he says it absorbs the body heat without reflecting it back, according to Google. And body heat is a bigger source of heat, so therefore it can expand it better. Interesting. Okay, thanks, Garrick. Nobody. They don't. No, hey, thank me too, <laughs> bastard. I bet they don't <laughs> teach you that in the Obsidian Order. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys ready for questions of the day? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, you guys will be pleased to know that I filtered out a particularly spicy one. Good. Good. <laughs> you don't want to top that last week? I don't remember. What was last week? <laughs> last week was what gender roles do you like? Oh, that was, oh yeah. that was one of the best ones ever. Okay, no. So this one is question number one. Would you stretch the truth to sell an infomercial product? Oh, yeah, probably. But well, how 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 much of a stretch? S- like it's an info. Like this chemical S- will chop. kill you, and I'll S- be like, tape. "Well, it won't kill you that much." Like I wouldn't do that. But if it's like this, will no. remove your grout, and I like that, and I just snapped. But it actually will take like fifteen minutes. Then like sure. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. A fair point. Yeah, I think uh, I think unlike Rob, I I'm, I was gonna say. Most people know that infomercials are like not, you know, you kind of get what you what you get what you get. ZJ coming up behind you with the hug. Um, so I think most people know that you can't necessarily believe it. So I, you know, I think it's all right. Yeah, I agree. Well, I and mean, I watched like, it on Shark Tank. Expected to be a lie. Yeah. Why am I selling an infomercial? Well, you're working for an infomercial, and. Because you're desperate for a gerb. Very well. Um, I feel like I feel if you're like asking, is this a job that I would accept? The answer is no. <laughs> but I like Alana's explanation of, yeah, if we're just kind of like claiming it works better than it does, and it's not like going to you know, actually have some horrific negative effect, then yeah, I'd probably be willing to stretch the truth. Yeah, me too. I feel the yeah, same way. Yeah, yeah. I would too. <laughs> well, all right. we're all pretty much in agreement on this. We're all, we're all liars. Hey, I'm surprised you're not saying it's like a felony. It's not a felony. Oh. <laughs> if you're stretching. You can advertise. How close is it to the truth? <laughs> kind of close. <laughs> is it enough to warn A grout that? remover that won't poison and kill you. But actually, <laughs> it does poison and kill you. Oh, well, uh. I mean, can it be tied back to it? <laughs> is there plausible deniability? The lawyer... question is vague. <laughs> the lawyers are say whether the child... <laughs> you didn't say if the child had to just touch it or ingest it. <laughs> oh, speaking of lawyers, you know what movie I watched the other day and total, it totally holds up? is my cousin Vinny. Oh. <laughs> it totally okay. holds up. You guys haven't I, seen it in a while. No, no, I, I agree. You... Yeah. It's great. Very wholesome, I think, actually. But they actually, at the same time, they swear a lot. Oh, yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't remember that much swearing. <laughs> Have Danny DeVito and Marissa Dwayne. Yeah, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Yeah. Joe Pesci. Oh, why, are, why am I thinking of... Short guys. Yeah, that's all right. Short Italian man, I guess. Why, why did I... Oh, never mind. I'm just going right. to take over what I said. All right, so question <laughs> number two. Mm-hmm. All right. Would you write a reference 
for a friend you feel is poorly qualified. No. Yeah, no. So they, so uh, Jay, you think I'm poorly qualified? I come up to you and I say, Jay, will you please write this reference for me? No. What, would, what do you say? I say I'd no. be like, I'm too busy. <laughs> I just say, sorry, no. <laughs> I just walk away. <laughs> Wait, why not? Like most people are not qualified. They'll they'll figure it out when they get there. Ooh. Well, I guess I, it depends what it's for. If Matt's running for Senate, no. I'm qualified. <laughs> I'm definitely qualified to run Actually, for Senate. Actually, yeah, you are probably qualified to be a senator. Ninety yeah. fifth percentile. If it's like an adoption agency, then I might question. <gasps> oh my god, you need tributes for that? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, you, oh my I god, did, absolutely. I did a recommendation letter for yeah, one of those. Oh, that's so intense. dark. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I I would agree. It would depend on the position, and I would probably not just say no. I'd probably explain why. Uh, or my positioning on as to what if they did really want me to do it, what I would probably say. Uh, Garrick also says that uh, Emily has run into this. She's talked to them beforehand about what the reference would entail. You can always phrase negative in a neutral or a positive way, so truthful but not sabotaging, uh, and then let them see it beforehand. Uh, I typically I like that. I wouldn't beforehand. Yeah. Hmm. Let them see. Hey. I have. Turn down friends who've asked for references uh, or who've submitted my name for references. And when I was contacted, I was like, I am, no, I'm sorry. Let me get back to you. I did not realize they were submitting my name. I would like to talk to them beforehand. Yeah, and because then the thing is, telling them, uh -huh. dude, you don't want me to do this reference. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this position, I don't think suits you at, at, uh, in, this, in this capacity. And I don't necessarily know what this else to say. Wow. <laughs> well, because the, the, the thing is about professional references is that if you provide a reference to somebody and they're not qualified for the job, it could come back to hurt you. Yeah, it's my, I'm if I'm vouching for someone, I mean, even growing up as a kid, you vouch for someone, you're vouching and you take the lumps for them. I'm not taking the lumps for someone who's going to not be mm -hmm. a good fit. Yeah, so as much as I try to avoid confrontation, I'm happy to go along. In this case... If it was a professional thing, I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't come back to bite you. Because now... Depends on what probably field you're in. Mm -hmm. Or what field they're in. Yeah, let's say they're unrelated fields. Um, well, in that case, why are we <laughs> writing a recommendation? Well, because, well there's, because there's two kinds of references. There's one that's like a professional one that you really... You know, that, you know, that you've worked with them and you know all this stuff, but there's also, like, character references where you're just, like... And that's Fair the enough. kind of thing that I would imagine a friend would want, which is just that they're honest, you know, they, they're agreeable, they're personable. Well, but then like what that. you're, in effect, saying is, I don't have friends who wouldn't qualify for this, not... I wouldn't... Yeah, that's a different question. I would write the recommendation for someone who isn't yeah. qualified. I agree. Like, yeah. let's, let's say that there's a... That I'm applying for a job that... I don't, I don't know, this amorphous job requires me to be always on time. <laughs> and I'm like, Matt, I need you to say that I am someone who is always punctual. <laughs> like, would you write that recommendation for me? Well, so, right, so I would not. And that's what, I would, that's what I'm trying to get is what? to my, my answer to this question. I wouldn't. Well, I, well what, I, usually, I would probably say I would write a record. What I say is I would... <laughs> All right, Usually so when I, someone says... I'll go to hey, Alana for my punctuality. <laughs> when someone says, they, you want me to write a reference for a job, they don't usually say for a specific feature or attribute. They would usually just say... I'm no. I was bringing that up because I know that I am not a punctual person and that the whole premise of this is that you're not qualified in that way. And if it's a character reference, then it's some aspect of your character that you're not qualified for that job. Well, let's say... Okay, so let's say it's a retail job. Okay, and you and the person like let's say ZJ, let's say well, let's say there's some hypothetical friend who doesn't exist, and they're coming to me for a retail recommendation, and I know they're not personable, right? Like they don't, they're not friendly, right? They they can't carry on conversations. They're not the kind of person that would be good to work at a, um, you know, like at like a counter, for example. I think I probably would would still write them a reference, but I wouldn't say that they were personal. I would be honest and say the things that they are strong at. Like, you know, they're punctual, maybe. <laughs> they're, have, you know, have good hygiene. So you can say, you can tell the truth, but all, but not necessarily, you know, you could just say things that right. are. Right. 
So you, you kind of talk around it. Yeah, so you almost want them to read into it that the person's not qualified for the job. Right, yeah. Exa- I mean, everybody, if you're friends with this person, they must have some redeeming qualities. <laughs> you talk about that. Theoretically. All right, it's so not their so, functionality. It looks like multiplayer is disabled, you guys. Oh. Yeah, maybe, they do seem to be having some kind of trubs today. Well, maybe we can all restart the game and, and go from there. We are almost done. All right, so what's our third question? Of the day? All right, our third question is the best one, in my opinion. Uh-oh. <laughs> Thank you, ZJ, for that. <laughs> I've seen what makes you cheer. <laughs> if your good friend oh, gosh. Was, get, was getting married and you thought it was a mistake, would you say so? No. Um, so it says good friend. Good friend. Mm-hmm. How you, good of a friend? Well, do you guys want to hear it? You guys want to hear my answer, and then you can weigh sure. in. So, I and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it, even though it's the worst answer ever, which is that it depends. Right? I, listen, just listen. Let me finish. <laughs> Why did you want to lead with this? So, <laughs> yeah. So I have a I have a good friend from college, and this, the person that they are married to, I am not a fan of. I would not ever want to be friends with this person. I do not know what they see in this person, but they they obviously like them because they're married to them, and it's none of my business, and I have never said anything negative about this person. Okay? So that is a situation where I would not say so. The re- but, but if there's an extreme example, like the person was abusive, physically right. or verbally, or if they were didn't have their life together if they were like an alcoholic, you know, whatever, addicted to drugs or whatever. Then, yeah, I, I, if they were a good friend, I would absolutely intervene and say, marrying this person is a big mistake. They've been married six times before. And all their that's... husbands died under mysterious circumstances. That's right. Exactly. Think, wow, you really would say something? Yeah, absolutely. If it was a good friend. I, I feel okay. like if there was some specific thing, like I was talking to them one-on-one and they like said something that I was like, holy shit. Like that. I knew (laughs) that my friend would disagree with. I might like, I might try to bring that. I don't know. It's tough. I, I, I sounded off against other people first. I, who's somebody else I think might be the leader or I am. All right. So go ahead. Go ahead. Whenever you're ready, Jay, go ahead. Yeah. Unfortunately, the question's kind of vague about why you think that marriage is a mistake. But at the end of the day, I'm going to assume that it's a not extreme situation. doesn't involve abuse. It's just you don't care for the person's significant other, which I'm sure happens a lot. And if that's the case, then no, I, I wouldn't say anything. Well, the it's question is life. not saying, to be fair, Zach, the question is not saying if your good friend is getting married and you don't like the person. You're saying it, you think it's a mistake for, from their, like, on their behalf. Because you think uh-huh. it's a bad idea for them, not for you. I don't know. I, I'm a fairly... I'm not a particularly assertive person. I would probably assume that I'm missing something. And mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I don't know. I, if I think it's a mistake, but this other person who's my friend doesn't, then I'll probably still think it's a mistake, but I, you know, I, I don't feel the need to inflict that opinion upon them. You keep it to, your, keep it to yourself. Yeah, and if they'd come back later and be like, and we're like, oh crap, I've made a huge mistake. I'd be like, mm. Mm. yeah. What you so, do? ZJ, what if they came to you and they were like, I'm having second thoughts? I'm oh, not sure. I definitely encourage them. I, I'd talk them through that, figure out if their problem is the same problem I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah, no, I'd, I'd subtly undermine that if they were asking me to. Because that sounds like a call for help at that point. If someone's like, I'm not sure if I should follow through with this wedding that I'm going to go to, and you think the same thing, then maybe, you know, let's connect on that. <laughs> let's interrogate that feeling. <laughs> ZJ's dumping ice in the cold bucket of water. On the, on the cold feet. <laughs> yeah. He's like, here, just step in this bucket. It's fine. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, Garrick has a comment. Uh, Garrick says... Well, first, how bad of a mistake is it? Are they marrying a terrible person that will give them a bad life? Or are you just unsure that you don't think they're great? Uh, the other comment is, uh, I'm sure people who, who there are people who 
think I'm not good enough for Emily. They're right, but we're good together. How dare you be confident in yourself, sir? Uh, doesn't mean that they should. Doesn't mean that they should say something. I'm a work in progress. Yeah, unfortunately, with these questions, they're conversation starter questions. There are no follow up. Answers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I think you could change their opinion anyway, so I probably wouldn't say anything. Or that's just maybe my way of getting out of this question. Yeah. But yeah, I, it's you know, it's like changing their political view. It's not, it's not you're not going to be able to do it. So don't. Why make it your own relationship with them worse? Mm-hmm. Unless I like it makes your aspect. life worse. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, well, if you're if you're their friend, you would want to try to help them out from avoiding making a mistake. I could yeah, be I mean, a shoulder I mean, to cry on about it. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't have like a sit down conversation. But I feel like that friend would already know that I had those feelings about their significant other in some degree or another. Yeah, I feel like they would get the hint at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you just drop hints rather than saying something. Yeah, we're like, you're never inviting them to the party or whatever. Yeah. Oh, roll my eyes every time I see them. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, that sounds that's my that's tough. You might lose a friend that way. Well, if I'm gonna lose a friend because they're because of that, then hmm, that could be a thing. Yeah. Then they don't respect my opinions. Bound, bound. <laughs> All right. Well. All right, Alana. What? You've been strain. You've been conspicuously silent during this I mean, conversation. It's an easy question. It's pretty much what Zach says. If it's not an extreme situation, don't say anything. Thank so you. it has to be an extreme situation. Yeah. Yeah. For to get Alana to say something, yes, it would have to be an extreme situation, right, Alana? Yeah. Only one person I know has married someone I would want to marry, and that's me. <laughs> hey, what about Wait. me? What about, uh, what about Alana? I wanna, what? <laughs> not, not even you want to marry Andrew? Not even the people marry married. <laughs> not even the people married to my friends have married people I would want to marry. Hey, shit. Well, you only want to marry the one person who's for you, so it works out. <laughs> uh, anything else you guys want to discuss? That's all I got. Okay. Well, thank you all for joining us on Tuesday Night Gaming. I will be on hiatus for the next few months for That's real this said time. Last time. Yeah, but it's yeah, for real don't this time. Don't lie to us. It's just you your catch... excuse to leave when you don't, not join the podcast when you don't want to. You can catch everybody else plus Garrick every week at twitch.tv slash okay, don't, don't put that pressure <laughs> don't, on don't him. Don't come in, Garrick. Yeah. Those two. Garrick moves as he wills. Um, anyway, you can catch us at twitch.tv slash mcslanty and group up with us next time. Ciao. Have a good one. Bye. Love you.